Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to On Point. So this episode, I sit down with Sage, Elliot, and Carrie from Chasing Moby, Mike Myrie from Ragged Ridge Outdoors, and also now Hunt Tag, which is his new startup company. And all just catching up together. Uh, we haven't really hung out together. All of us have actually never been in the same podcast together or even had a chance to hang out together. And at Hoodoo, it was just a, a chance for all of us to hang out, catch up after bear season, see how each other's doing, and share some stories from uh, from earlier this year. So I had a great time recording this one. Not a lot of actual educational value, just hopefully some entertainment and uh, getting to know some of the other crews that I hang out with as well. And I had a great time recording this one. If you guys haven't yet, please go on to the On Point website, subscribe to the newsletter, uh, leave a review on iTunes. There's plenty of ways that you guys can help the podcast. If you really like this podcast, want to support it, um, you know, those are two great ways to do it right there. But outside of that, I really appreciate all the support. We're only 10 uh, reviews away from getting to the 100. And uh, then I said I was going to do some sort of cool giveaway. So really looking forward to that. Thank you for everybody that has left a review. And if you haven't yet, super quick, super easy. Do it on iTunes. Like I said, we're only 10 away. So I expect to hit that hopefully by the end of uh, this week or next week. And then uh, I'll, I'll come out and announce what we're doing there. So as always, guys, I'll see you in the end. Enjoy the episode. Let's go ahead and get some intros going on here. Mike, you want to start it off? Uh, Michael Myrie, and I am Ragged Ridge, and also Hunt Tag. Um, I've been on here before. I <laughs> uh, can't believe you have me back. The man that needs no introduction. Oh, really? Was well, it because yeah. of my, my booming <laughs> voice? Uh, no, I'm Sage Davis. I'm with Chasing Moby. Perfect. Um, Elliot Suits. Uh, just lived down in Southern Oregon. Kind of met these guys. Uh, I feel cool when I hang out with them, so I try to do that as much as possible. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. J just as much of chasing movies as anybody. FYI. <laughs> Too modest. Yes. Too modest. Yes. <laughs> I'm Carrie P., and I'm also with Chasing Moby. Perfect. I'm Garrett Weaver. Hi, Garrett. Hi. Uh, I've been uh, podcasting for one year. Uh, <laughs> I have a problem. Um, so <laughs> so I, I am totally pumped to have you guys on. So just in case anybody's wondering what that kind of rubbing sound is, it's uh, – they're, uh, they're using a handheld mic. Uh, Mike and Sage are using a handheld. So so I should be more careful. When <laughs> yeah, I don't want to make you self-conscious about it. but <laughs> Just more delicate. There you go. <laughs> I have an oven mitt you could wear. <laughs> that could probably dampen it. Yeah. <laughs> so how was everybody's season? Let's get that out of the boat. Carrie. This is pretty good. Was it? I mean, it wasn't as good as <laughs> it has been in the past. Yeah. For like seeing bear numbers, mm -hmm. but uh, I was able to punch a tag, so I was pretty happy. With there that. you and go. Helped out with uh, scouting all around and uh, guided some friends and helped Sage out with the uh, Purple Heart Foundation. That was pretty fun. That was yeah. We'll get into that. I don't know if we can get into that. Can, can we, we get into that? Um, Should I, I backtrack? Don't, I don't know how much we can get into that. Yeah, I, I I I don't we know, will. but I mean we can say that um, yeah, Purple Heart Outdoor Tour. Um, if you look them up online, they're a nonprofit uh, organization, and they do awesome things for yeah. uh, active duty guys. So, yeah, yeah. if anybody has any questions about that, um, get a hold of Garrett, and he'll have some answers for you, <laughs> or at least some people, <laughs> some people uh, he can point you to, or yeah. get a hold of me, DM me, or uh, Brandon Davis six uh, five on Instagram. So, but yeah. yeah, I want to have Brandon on the show just to do an episode on Purple Heart because, you know, you asked me to to be a part of it for one day. And it was the coolest honor. I, I was such a dork. I had my wife take a picture of everybody in the kitchen after we were done. And I'm going to, like, print that out and frame it and everything. Like, I was so um, humbled and proud to be able to be a part of that. And then also we, we actually saw a couple bears, which is kind of cool. But um, it is one of my top two foundations now that I guess a I, – would you call it a foundation or a program? Um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess it would be a foundation. I mean, they're – their their jam is they take um, active duty guys basically and they take them hunting. They just they yeah. they take them bear hunting in Southern Oregon or they you know take them whitetail hunting in Texas or whatever and they facilitate the whole thing. And um, these are just awesome guys who you know you know fight for our freedom. So it's it's awesome to hang out with, with people like that and they're just men of integrity. You know, good people. So yeah, it's it's really easy to want to help. Basically. Yeah. Well, when you were telling me about it, what, what really made sense and connected the dots for me is like most of these foundations, and there's nothing wrong with them. They're all great. Uh, 
they they help veterans. There's not a lot out there for the active duty guys, and so to be, to have something like Purple Heart out there for the guys that are coming back, maybe wanted to just hang out, have a good time, right? To win, and, yeah. And, I, and you know, I didn't think about that either until uh, it was kind of explained to me a little bit too. Um, I don't know, you know, all what's out there as far as you know foundations and things like that to take these guys out, but I do know that this one does focus specifically on uh, active duty guys. Yeah. Um, so that is cool, and it is something that I kind of didn't think about before. I didn't know that there weren't so many out there for active duty guys. So yeah, and there's not. Yeah, yeah, you're you're active right now, aren't you? Um, not active. I'm with the Army National Guard, but okay. Oh. Well, that still has duties and stuff. You have to yeah. go. It does. Technically, I guess they could call us up at any point and yeah. tell us we're going somewhere. <laughs> so, Elliot, what about you? So, this was my second spring bear season. I'm kind of new to the whole bear game, you know, being from the Midwest. But <clears throat> it was a tough season. Um, it wasn't like last season at all, my first season. I mean, pretty much every time we went out last year, we seen bears. Mm-hmm. And this time was the complete opposite. I was fortunate enough to see a few bears um, mid-season, had a good opportunity, kind of fumbled that. But just this week, um, Sage texted me and he wanted to go out. We had had some success, so we'll probably get into that later during the podcast, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, was that your first one? Uh, Second. Yeah, second bear. Second bear. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool, and that was a good bear. Yeah, no, I was stoked. It was it, was, it yeah. was more the experience. I mean, it was. I'm sure we'll get into the story, but it was it was really really cool. I'll never. It's one of those things you'll never forget. Um, and for me, you know, it's always great to get get an animal or be successful and you yeah. know punch out. But for me, it's just you know the camaraderie of friends and just hanging out with your your family or your buds out there. I mean, that's that's what counts. Yeah, that's hunting. No, I totally agree. I had a. I, I'd say I had a good spring bear season i didn't kill anything i chose not to kill anything yeah but the amount of animals that i saw this year versus last year um was a lot better but still not as good as i'd like it to be i mean you mean me and sage were like just kind of throwing our hands up we were texting our frustrations back a few times i was like you seeing anything no are you seeing anything not really (laughs) it's like it's a slow start yeah and that's hunting you know and i I know all of us uh you know we have full-time jobs so we're, we're busy and we're you know we're bombing it out after work so and you know mother nature plays a role in that too but it, it's tough you know it, it's tough to uh it's tough to get out after work or you know try to you know weekend warrior type stuff but right right well sage yes sir tell us me tell me a little bit about your season um and you guys all hunt together right yeah quite mm-hmm. often uh, michael man i would hunt with this guy way more often if we live closer together um, we did get the opportunity to hunt together last year uh, at least a handful of times. Um, he came down, he, he filmed, he did a bunch of stuff for us. Then I went up and, man, I was really hoping to film him whacking a, a big old bruiser with his bow. Yeah, we saw a good one, yeah. But uh, this year we actually, I don't think we hunted at all this spring. But, uh, yeah, we tried. It was just, it was, it was one of those years where um, it's just really, really hard for us to find bears. You know, there's people, especially coastal, you know, you get the the Instagram feed, you know, and you just see people seeing bears everywhere. But for whatever reason in our area, and early on I thought it was just me, but by the end of the season, like, it's kind of confirmed. It was just a slow start. Um, the numbers weren't there. I mean, it, we had people just about on every clear cut available at one point in time trying to find bears, and uh, they just weren't coming out. I mean, we are pulling out the playbook and just thumbing through it, trying to figure out what to do. We were, we were predator calling to... Oh, really? We, we tried everything, yeah, everything. And it just wasn't happening. It was, you know, kind of frustrating, but it's that same kind of thing. Like, all hunting is mental fortitude, you know. It's how long can you stay with it? How long can you hang in there, you know, mentally? Or will you just give up? So that's kind of what I kept preaching to myself is like, well, I mean, you got to practice what you preach if, if you got to stay in there and and you know work at it to get it done if that's what it takes it's just time and effort then that's what we got to do so yeah um yeah put in some serious time this year um looking for bears more than i ever have it's actually 49 this number sounds a little bit extreme but this is going (laughs) after work also you Mm -hmm. know so i mean this isn't 49 complete times or complete days but i went out 49 times um this year bear hunting and most of it was going out with other people filming glassing you know whatever um, dragging bears out of cuts, but the last couple weeks I was really trying hard, you know, to punch my tag 
and uh yeah it was just it was like no, nothing, I couldn't have bought. I couldn't buy a bear. Like yeah. you, you, no, money couldn't buy one of these things for me for whatever reason. So, <laughs> but we finally did get it done. Um, very last day that I could hunt, you know, because I knew I was doing this. I had to get some things wrapped up at wrapped up at work, and uh, you know, it's my my daughter's birthday. Like I had a bunch of things going on. So the very last day I could hunt, um, I went out with my son, and I grabbed Elliot and Luke, and uh, we went up to the mountain and sat down in the basins and hiked the ridges and you know did the normal thing and my little boy and I were sitting down eating a mountain <laughs> house and uh, I found this little bear that I'd seen earlier in the season actually earlier that week um it popped out presented a shot and and uh the chaos erupted from there <laughs> it was it was pretty wild time actually yeah so I um I shot a bear went and got these guys went and got Luke and Elliot and my little boy you know and I hiked out and uh we go around to where I shot that bear, which, I mean, it was just a, a super high at that moment. You know, after all of that, my little boy's with me. He's filming it. He's eight years old. So, mm. you know, he's watching the shot, watching the camera and everything. And his reaction is perfectly stamped in time on that camera because he couldn't see with his eyes across the basin. It was a 540-yard shot. He couldn't see the bear. So he's standing right up next to really? the camera watching the viewfinder. Mm. So you hear everything he says. And the whole time he's like, Dad. <laughs> Dad, the bear's broadside. Oh, Dad, please shoot the bear right now. Really? Oh, he please shoot the bear right now. Well, I can't hear him. You know, I'm I'm 30 yards away from him on the landing, and uh, you know, his his job is to keep that bear in frame, and he did a good job. But you just hear him the whole time. I'm so excited right now. I am so excited right now. Yeah. But anyway, I shoot that bear, and then uh, we go over to retrieve it. I grab Elliot and Luke, and we we get ready to start hiking down the basin, and Elliot sees just this monster bear on the basically right where sage and i were sitting on the other side of the basin hmm. and uh elliot's got a valid tag he hadn't punched yet so we grab uh the ultra mag actually the tyranny arms ultra mag the one he built for me i guess last year mm -hmm. that thing is put some animals it down is. man it's like the loner gun you know <laughs> it's dialed in <laughs> yeah it just it's dialed in i gotta thank david for that hand load because i don't have the dies for it so he actually he worked up the load for it david mckenzie that's cool yeah but uh yeah, we set down the rifle, ranged across the canyon. Uh, same thing, it was 540 yards on the nose, the exact same shot that I'd just taken from the opposite side of the canyon. Um, it was eight and a quarter minutes. So he got behind the rifle, mm. and there's just bears walking around like crazy over there. It's like all of a sudden, yeah. Beartopia opened up and just started raining bears from the sky. <laughs> um, the giant bear we saw stepped out of frame, and then another, another one stepped into frame. And uh, it looked smaller, but it was still a legal bear. And gave him the go-ahead. Camera was rolling. Everything was dialed. And he sent it. And it was just the most beautiful bullet trace, beautiful impact. Really? Bear dropped. And uh, we end up, we get over there, and it was just, it was a tank of a bear. Yeah. He did really, really good. So super pumped. Season wrapped up. Awesome. Yeah. Just super blessed, you know. I mean, it, was, it just all really came together that night. I mean, it was just such a cool experience. Yeah, with the size of the bear that you shot, that other one had to be a freaking bruiser. Uh, I mean, yeah, it had to be a giant because yours, what yours had to be pushing. I think right around three hundred ish, somewhere in there, two seventy five. Yeah, I was thinking upper two two hundreds, but it, it, yeah, that's uh, a good bear. Yeah, we, yeah, we got to measure it out. We we did see a handful of bears this year, hit the dirt um, for other people, but. Um, Mike's sorry. <laughs> okay, he's just letting <laughs> you hold the mic. <laughs> it was working out. His name is Mike, and he's holding the mic. <laughs> I, just, I didn't see anything wrong with it. Um, uh. Yeah, we saw a handful of bears hit the dirt, a couple big ones, but this one was in the top couple for sure. Right. And uh, the funny thing is, we didn't anticipate it being so big because we saw that yeah. other bear, and then we saw this one come out and it was smaller. And uh, got some good footage of these a couple bears fighting over there inadvertently. That'd be cool. I mean, we're trying to glass the whole time, and there's just bears walking around everywhere. So every bear, one guy points out, the other guy's looking at a different bear. <laughs> so we can't get all on the same page. That you know? many, huh? It was it was wild. It yeah. went from zero to hero. Yeah, just really zero did. to hero. What time of the day? Eight. Uh, eight. Ooh, yeah. Really? That yeah. late? Yeah. yeah. It was like wow. It was a late night. Yeah, oh yeah, it was a really late night. So after we ended up, we got both bears out, and we actually caped them both too. So we're gonna, the the bear I shot's a smaller bear, but 
you know, I'm I'm fine with that. I was super was excited. A Beautiful cinnamon. color. Yeah, it was, was kind of like a blonde bear. It kind of yeah. tapers from blonde down to cinnamon, down to yeah. dark legs, you know. Beautiful. But just the whole night was so memorable, and the bear was so cool. I'm, I'm not – I've shot some bigger bears in the past, and I'm not a big – you know, I don't have any bear rugs or anything. I have one bear mount. But this one was just so cool. And the experience with my friends and with my little boy being there and everything, like, it just meant more. You know, this this bear, even though it's small, it just meant more. So um, I'm actually going to get it uh, tanned out and hang it in the vlog room. Perfect. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you shot a color face too, didn't you, Carrie? I did, yeah. It was uh, kind of chocolatey with a little bit of red, Went mainly brown. Yeah. Uh, well, that, was, uh, that was a pretty good-sized bear. It, it wasn't as big as I thought it was. <laughs> no? No. I was trying to tell from the photos. I was thinking 175, but I, I didn't know. Uh, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was about 10 feet back. Long <laughs> No, it was probably 120, 130 maybe. Oh, really? Wait, yeah. Oh. Well, you know, I, I passed up one. There's a little some ground shrinkage for sure. Oh, well, you know, that happens every year. There was a four or five posts on, on Facebook this year where I saw, I was like, my first bear, I thought it was a monster, and then he's holding it up by the ears. I'm like, well, congrats. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, that happens probably to every bear hunter throughout their career. Oh, yeah. That will happen. Yeah. And yeah. learn from That's it. how my very first bear was that way. Yeah. You get so excited, and I got over there. And yep. Not, <laughs> not, not a very big bear. Yeah. So. Well, uh, when I killed a couple of years ago, I called Anthony over, and I'm like, bear down, I got one. And then I, uh, when he gets over there, I'm like, you can probably just stay up there. Like, you don't need to come yeah. down here. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I got it. I got it. it. Yeah. You can go home, too, if you want. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got so excited on mine, too. I'm like, that's a monster. Oh, I know it. Yeah. Monster color phase. That'd be pretty cool. Oh, I thought so. You know, my average size bear was probably 100 to 125 pounds this year. I only saw, I saw 25, and only three were probably above 200 pounds. That was, like, dink central. I, I don't, Dang. I don't know what oh. it was. I think we saw, I saw one... One pretty big bear that was like over 250 had to be. Really? Yeah, but that was everything else was relatively small. I'd be curious to hear what time uh, of the year did you guys actually start seeing your bears consistently? Because mine was into into May before end I started into like probably oh into May second week of May is when I really started. Very end of April for me. I think I shot mine on the 24th of April. I think. Oh really? Yeah, and I only saw one bear before that, which was a small. It had to be like a two-year cub or like a fresh by itself cub or something like yeah. that. And it was sitting in a road as I came around to go up, and it took off in like one second. <laughs> but other than that, I only saw that one small black one and then the one that I shot. Really? And then it still took another week or two before we started consistently seeing them. Yeah, I remember when you filled, you filled your tag, you're like, hey, man, if you need any help filming and everything. Or is I was like, dude, I need something to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Sage fired me. I can't, he won't let me go out with him anymore. <laughs> Sage, Sage is a busy guy. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys get any of this stuff on film? Like, I know you said you got uh, TJ's, or Elliot's on film. Yep. Uh, you plan on making the film out of all this stuff yet? Um, yeah, <laughs> yes. So uh, it's kind of up in the air as far as exactly what's going to happen, but I have so much footage of uh, bear hunting failure. <laughs> it's not bear hunting failure, but, you know, trips where you go out. And uh, it gets kind of monotonous, you know. It's it's hard to always film, um, especially when it's the same day repeated. Yeah. And that's kind of what was going on this year. It's just the same day repeated. And so to stay authentic rather than, you know, filming every second of every day, I was like, you know what, I'm going to focus on finding bears right now. So we do have quite a bit of footage of, you know, the progression. But it kind of would have been nice, I guess, to have 49 days worth of, yeah. of, of failure and then, you know, have some pretty cool uh, bear footage at the end. But, no, actually, I do have some bear footage. I have um, two awesome shots on film. Um, some of it, you know, we we didn't film. Um, and, yeah, I'll probably – we'll definitely be making a film out of it. Um, I probably won't vlog it just because it's, you know, it's actual hunting season. It's hard to mm -hmm. want to throw footage away at a, at a vlog when, you know, it's, I don't know, it's a lot of work. You put in a lot of work during season and it's not just for the footage, you know, I mean, we all hunt for different reasons. Um, but the experience of the whole thing and like being able to, to go through that and come out the other side, you know, victorious and notch that tag is just, I mean, it's tremendous. It means something, you know, huge. Yeah. So I'll probably, I'll probably put together some sort of film about it. Yeah. Yeah. At some point. Well, it's hard because you're also producing, you're producing content, but then you're also showing people where you hunt. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I yeah. posted a picture on Instagram this year. 
Um, and I'm like, had my personal best. I saw nine bears tonight. And then after that, holy crap, everybody was on that Four landing. trucks on the landing. Yep. Yeah. It was like, okay, I need to take better pictures or just keep my mouth shut. You know, like something's got to go on here because you need to come out with the content. But at the same time, kind of shoot myself on the foot, you know. Yeah. But uh, – did you actually hunt? You shed hunted all bear so, season. <laughs> 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 Get out of here with that. There must be an inside joke or something. Uh, <laughs> shed hunting is, yeah. It's still hunting, though, right? It's still hunting. That's what Just because I can't so, technically it, find a shed. Is it shed, shed gathering? But my for him, it is. For me, it's it's just shed wandering. I don't know if I ever find So it. my season was different <laughs> because uh, my daughter was nine years old this year. So this was her first year that she could hunt on the Mentored Youth Program. Oh, that's right. And I had promised her that she could fill my tag. And so until she had actual time off where she could go with me, whenever I did have time early in the season, I was basically since I'd promised I wouldn't shoot one I had to shed hunt so I was forced to shed hunt sage <laughs> uh, but yeah so we we finally had <laughs> we finally had some time towards the end of the season um, and she had like state testing and just a bunch of school stuff that we had to get around and then field trips would be in the way and then softball games and you name it finally I was like I don't even care tell the teacher we're going bear hunting mm. so we left and plus me not living down in my old stomping grounds, being up in Portland area now, it makes it a whole lot harder for me. It's like a full plan to get down there, and it's mm -hmm. like a day of driving, a day of hunting, and then a day of driving back. And so out of a three-day weekend, I only get really one day to hunt. <laughs> and so I finally had some time. I took her down, and then uh, it was still early, kind of got running the same thing everybody else was, just like either it wasn't green enough because there was too much snow, the bears just weren't out, nobody's really seeing much and then uh, the jeep broke down so we had to come home early on that trip the next trip i went by myself when she couldn't go and i was shed hunting jeep broke down again so mm. i had to just come home early finally got everything working and i was able to go down and then we had three days solid that me and her were gonna hunt and i was like okay we're gonna get it done it snowed on us the first day <laughs> it rained so hard the second day that you couldn't see through the rain and the third day it was so foggy that you couldn't see anything in front of you it's a poor kid and she's like sticking it oh. out and she's like soaking wet and she's like i'm cold but i can still pull the trigger dad like we're staying <laughs> here and i'm like okay and if it would have been like me and anybody one of my buddies we'd have just like left threw in the towel but she's <laughs> like we're not going dad we're staying so That's she was funny. a little trooper and she was she was all about it and she was pretty bummed that she didn't get one but we did see three small little color face bear, color face bears and as soon as they walk out she's like can i shoot it so it was a really good learning opportunity for her to basically learn that just because you can doesn't always mean that you have to she's like well a bear is better than no bear and i'm like well you know that one might be like 75 pounds soaking wet yeah after a big meal like they were pretty small and and it was tough for me to tell her no but at the same time it was a really good opportunity to teach you know ethics of don't just shoot anything we see just yeah. because we can you know right and uh of course then two days after we leave a monster gets killed out of the same meadow that we'd watched for two days because the weather changed and got better really it's like ah so but yeah we had fun she's she's awesome to hunt with i can't wait to do it again sage is going to be all in that same boat next year when when his boy's nine so well when uh fall bear opens up that's a killer time. I mean, yeah. uh, I'd, I'd be happy to take you guys out. I know you got your own areas, but um, yeah. my areas absolutely are hammer hammered that time of year. There's a lot of berries yeah. in my units that I hunt. And so that's – I'm going to get into, like, she can't quite pull enough poundage to – she was determined she was going to kill a bear with her bow like Dad does. Yeah. And because she archery hunts, and, like, I don't think anybody's mentioned, but we're up at the Northwest Mountain Challenge right now, and she can't wait to go shoot and everything. And she's been shooting a bow since she was four. So she was pretty bummed – when she couldn't bear hunt this year with a bow. Hmm. And uh, I actually almost had to, like, talk her into, like, it's okay to hunt with a rifle. <laughs> she, like, looked at that as, like, she was cheating. Huh. <laughs> so it was kind of funny, but it, it's really cool being out with her and teaching her things and showing her stuff and just the littlest things that we take for granted, like seeing sign and showing her things and how to build a fire and just being out in the woods with her is really, really cool. Yeah. But, but come archery season for elk, she still can't pull the poundage yet, so... I'll still have that tag for me. She won't be able to steal that one yet. 
And then I archery hunt deer, so that's going to be the same thing. She can't steal that one, so my wife's got tags, and so I have to drag her out and be like, come on. But I've had actually quite a few other people that have just been like, hey, if, if you're down, like, I'll donate my tag to to her shooting a buck or whatever. So that's really, really cool. It's kind of cool to see basically the hunting community come in and try yeah. start helping kids out that way. It's really, really Well, absolutely. Neat. I mean, I know that, um, you know, like my fiance won't, she, you know, she'll let, buy a tag and sponsor, a, you know, a kid to hunt or something like yeah. that. Or, so if, if anybody, um, not if anybody, but like if somebody needed a, a mentor tag or something, I'm not really sure how it works. We could always yeah. work something like that. Just so try and get a kid a tag. Basically how, how it works is as long as they're signed up mm-hmm. preseason, mm-hmm. And then she can sign up for tags. She gets her own points, everything. And then she gets bonus points on top of that with the mentor thing. And then she could actually fill my tag. And then she could fill Sage's tag, and fill Elliot's tag, and fill Carrie's tag. Really? Yeah, there's no limit to how many animals. As long as you're legal. It, it doesn't go down. Her name doesn't even go on anything as far as I know. It's just like it's Carrie's tag. He has to punch the tag. He shot the bear as far as the tag is concerned. But she just pulls the trigger. Okay. So I didn't know that's how that program worked. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and I was like, are you sure? And the lady at the ODFW was like, oh, yeah, there's a picture of a girl in there. She's like, she killed a whole bunch of bears this one year. Really? Everybody kept selling, saying she could f- shoot their bear, so she did. That's pretty cool. Like, yeah, so. You know, there's some cool programs that the ODFW has like that that I'd like to learn more about and stuff. Because there's tags that I don't, you know, like a spike toe tag, I don't really do yeah. anything with those. And it sounds like they're going to do away with the tag that I've been putting in for. With the, for the 600 series, yeah, which I learned a lot of stuff sucks. from. From probably it's it's takes 26 years to get. Yeah. Um, 25 years. Yeah, to get. I learned, you get maximum points or whatever. I learned a lot of the the mentored youth stuff from Chris just because he'd already been through it with his three kids. Mm. Um, and so I basically grilled him like, "Hey, what do I got to do?" And he's like, "Here's which how you maximize. <laughs> you got to sign them up now. You got to do this. You get all the points. Don't, yes. Don't dump your tags early because then they get stuck in a thing. You got to do this." So it's just like, yep. okay, yep. okay. I'm actually get the opportunity to take. I might get the opportunity to take uh, Cody out. Oh, cool. To a tag that I had when I was uh, three times when I was a kid. Right on. Yeah, there's some good tags down in uh, the Roseburg area. You Not guys are all the, the cake. That was all way past me. I'm too old to have. I've <laughs> the mentored youth was. Oh man. Past my time. I didn't get to take advantage of that as a kid. Oh man, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. So, so you shot yours. Or did you want to add something there, Sage? Uh, how How old are you? Me? Yeah. 29. 29. Got it. I, no, well, hey, it's, that's that's legal, right? That's fair game. For what? Oh, I was just curious because he, he's talking about how long how long has the mentored youth thing been going on? Because I don't remember it either, honestly, but um, I my, my family didn't hunt, so I didn't know if... I want to say it was towards the end, like probably towards the, like when I was 16 or 17 is probably when they came out. Okay, I, gotcha, I, gotcha. I might be wrong there, but it's, it, it sounds like it's been around in my head for a while. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be yeah. 31 this year. And uh, but like I said, my my family didn't hunt, but you know I had I had friends and stuff that did. So okay. I was just curious when that actually started. Yeah, I'm not sure. My dad wasn't nice enough to give me his tags, so we <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. had to do uh, youth tags. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I never heard about that when I was my dad too. and all my the dad's like, Wait group of guys. They like go over elk hunting, and it was like this this prestigious thing that they would go and do, and we'd all like wave goodbye and wait for him to come home. Pre cell phone days, they'd call from like some little rinky dink town <laughs> once on their way back and say whether they got one or not. Then we'd all stand out, wait for him to come home. That's and cool. It was nice. the men went and did their elk hunting thing, and uh, yeah, I was probably even 16 before he even let me go do that with him. He was like, "Nope, we're going elk hunting. <laughs> Too cold for you. You can't go," kind of thing. Really? But yeah, and he was, you know, like I mentioned before, my dad, he's a ex game warden, and so he was all in on. If there would have been a mentored youth, I definitely would have been able to take advantage of it. But just, I'm too old for that. Yeah, they're making a lot of big changes to the uh, proposed changes to the regs this year. So we'll yeah. see what, what, yeah, what actually comes out. There's some ones that I'm not too excited about. Ones that you know, either mm-hmm. way, you know, I don't really care. But um, I think one of them was pr- pushing the start date back for bow to where it would really screw you if you wanted to kill a velvet blacktail. Yeah. Oh, he's starting it at September 1st. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I got, you know, that's kind of selfish. Well, I want to kill a velvet. Well, it's not just about me, but does that do anything mm-hmm. for the whole hunting community? And if you're wanting to kill a velvet buck. Um, somebody brought something up the other day, and I, something that I hadn't thought about, but he's talking about uh, kids being able to hunt early before school starts, and, like, the, the dates changing would push it back into basically school, so they'd have to take time off school if it started the first of that month, you know. Mm. And uh, that's something else that I, I didn't think about. I'm just thinking of you know, rut, what's going to be best to kill an animal yeah. from that mm-hmm. perspective. But um, 
there's a couple other angles I think we could probably look at, you know, and at least give some thought to before well, uh, that yeah. decision gets made. I, I forget who I was talking to, and I don't even think it was on a pod. Actually, I think it was on a podcast. I talked about, you know how we have that cascade, uh, early season cascade? Yeah. Why don't we do that with a bow? Two, two weeks before season, you can get a tag and then it adds on to your so would you, would you want that to just be like there's a early season regular season and a late season or a special it would one be it would be just, just like a, it would just add an additional two weeks gotcha. on early season just like for guys the, that wanted to kill a, a velvet buck or whatever gotcha. you could have those two weeks and just do it for deer i, would, I would, probably wouldn't do it for elk yeah no one really cares about august 26th elk really yeah. <laughs> everybody's in the september for that yep but that, uh that's the one perk for september first start yeah then you get maximum elk yeah. Good times. Yeah. Well, my, my bull last year yeah. died on, I think, the 29th. And uh, he was, you couldn't tell him it wasn't September 21st. I mean, he was pissed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just for two hours we were screaming back and forth. And I'm like, oh, I probably should go kill him. <laughs> you know, and eventually it took me two hours to figure out that I had to go to him. But, yeah, I mean, he was mm-hmm. he was pretty hot. But that's pretty rare that time of year. And that's in August. That was August. Uh, that was the first Monday of the season. I was tagged out in the first three days. Last year, I got lucky. Solid start. Yeah. Solid start. I'd like to hunt a little bit more this year. Yeah. <laughs> my bull. My bull last year was uh, laughing at me as he ran away when I missed him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys get that one on video? Yes. No. No. Mine. I wish I would have got on video because uh, I shot and deflected off a little juniper limb, and it was hands down the biggest bull that I've ever seen in my entire life live and that's counting guiding in Colorado and public and private ground really just absolute monster and uh, I had thought it was so big but at the same time like well maybe it was just big to me well as he ran away he ran past my dad and my dad came down, down comes down the hill he's like did you see that bull I'm like yeah I saw him like I missed He's like, that's the biggest bull I've ever seen in my life. And that's, you know, my dad's hunted his entire life and been a game warden and been in the woods his entire life. And That's crazy. I was so, so bummed. He was just. That was last the, year? Yeah. Yeah. He's one of those bulls that I will probably never get another chance at a bull that big in Oregon on public ground. Sage is like dying. That's, that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> Unless I draw like Winahar, you know, so he was, yeah. it was so big. In a, in a unit that like where, why are you it's a total sleeper unit like that bull's not supposed to be there, <laughs> and just out of nowhere just this monster that I'll tell you I, 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 saw, even, I couldn't even put a number to it but it was yeah <laughs> real big it was a uh, Rosie five million is what five Texas, million is, <laughs> well this guy kills big million. bulls he would know no yeah. it was it was a uh, it was a uh, <laughs> it was a Rocky Rocky okay. Eastern Oregon bull okay yeah. I, Spring bear, uh, did you guys see any big bulls spring bear hunting yeah. this year? Man, I saw mm-hmm. I saw some of the biggest roses yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. I definitely saw more elk than I saw <laughs> bears, yeah. hands down. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Like I constantly t- seeing elk to the point where, like, you're thinking that – actually, I just told Dover – uh, he was in the same boat. He's like, dude, there's elk everywhere, yeah. but no bears. I said, throw rocks. Elk don't like rocks. And he's like, what you? <laughs> get him out of the good bear Just zone. Get him, yeah, get him, <laughs> yeah. get him moving. Get, yeah, get some, gotta get some fresh animals in there. But yeah, I saw elk like crazy. No, Michael, when you told me you missed that bull, I was like, my heart broke for you, dude. I was like, did you know what bull it was? Oh uh, no, he just described it oh. as basically a five million bull, and uh, yeah, oh. I was like, man, it's the thing dreams or nightmares are made of. My my dad got online and Googled elk pictures until he found a picture of a bull that he thought was like, this is about what your bull looked like. And it was like a king's calendar bull that oh, was like okay. a digital thing. And I'm like, dude, that's not even really. Like a 380. That's like one of those imaginary <laughs> things that's like everybody dreams about, but it's not really real in real life. Like yeah. we'll never see that in real life. But that's wow. what that wow. thing, it was so big. It was funny. So my big. mom did that same thing. She went over Eastern Oregon a couple years ago uh, before the bad winter. And uh, she's calling me on the phone. She's like, I missed. Um, she's throwing out numbers. And uh, like 180, I missed, a, I missed a 180 again. I missed a 190. Pretty sure I missed one that was 200. I'm like, what the? Where? I know where you're hunting. Those bucks aren't there. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm like, send me pictures of the bucks that were. Com- and they were like King Calendar bucks. Yeah. What in the heck? So I went this over there. This is what he looks like. I missed the one, yeah, I missed the first day I was over there. I missed a 175. I'm like, God. oh, man. 
I was like, okay, okay, I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. She's like, yeah, it was like wider than its ears by like four inches. <laughs> on either side. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the, the whole the game plan on that bull was like I tried to take a you know a, a page out of Phelps's tactics where he's like, don't be the guy that screams your whole way down towards him. You know, get in the zone and then poke him in the chest kind of like the bar fight yeah. sort of uh, scenario that he comes up with. Yeah. And so this bull's screaming, and we get down, and I'm like, I'm just going to get right in his face, and I'm going to scream, and he's going to have no choice but to confront me. And I think that because we were in that sleeper unit that just didn't have the elk numbers, that when I did that, it was so out of the blue. Like, there's, <laughs> they just basically knew there's not anything else that should be here. Either that or I just suck at calling, which that's a high pro- you know, probability. <laughs> then as soon as I called, the, the cows took off up the hill, and he walked up there and followed them. And when he walked out, I was just like, holy crap. Yeah, dude, just don't look at his horns, Michael. Just don't look at his horns. Like, pick a spot, pick a spot. Don't look at his horns. And he, of course, he struts and he looks at me and is is big. Let's let's change the subject. Talk about something else. (laughs) Sad times. So we're at Hoodoo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How's everybody shooting so far? You guys have shot. I busted some knocks. (laughs) Not in the good way. I had some knocks busted. Oh, (laughs) I see. Because I airballed one, you know, and there's a I precise precision. In <laughs> which which course did Sorry, you guys Gary. shoot? Uh, we shot the Born and Race course. Good, cool. Yes, yeah. that's it a good. It was really course. nice up there. First time I ever shot at Hoodoo or a 3D shoot. is is fun. When I shot with him, uh, Elliot, it was like I'm usually not this good. Usually, and he's just pounding. I'm like. Yeah, I mean, this isn't normal for me. I'm like, whatever. You're so a sleeper. was the first sleeper. time we shot He's modest. out of the, the place with you. He's like, yeah, I, didn't, I haven't really started in or nothing. <laughs> yeah, he's that's just, what he was saying. The whap. The whap. I'm, I'm on to your game, sir. He's got, no. like, he's, he's got the advantage in every way, too. He's got like a four and a half foot draw. And then he can reach closer to the target. Yeah. I think, oh, Dude, I think you're cheating. I think that's now what's going on. they're coming out of the hat. No, no, no Elliot's, Elliot's a good shot. Yeah, you yeah, were, you were absolutely good. shooting great. It, He's uh, like the Randy Johnson of, of archery. <laughs> oh, man. He He's the big halfway unit. closer than the rest of us the when he starts. Unit, huh? Now, if you shoot a pigeon out of the sky, then we know. Oh. <laughs> good try. Uh, I've, I've seen a lot of guys uh, coming down and <laughs> come back with less arrows than they went there with. So no one's broken arrow yet? No. No, uh, just, just some knocks. Just knocks. I found replacements, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be the budget guy that comes back with more than he starts with. Just start picking up pieces and be like, yeah, I can still use this. Yeah, yeah. I've got some extra knocks in my box him. back there if you guys need knocks. But, um, so they on the elevation course, I've already heard of the uh, first one. It's like a 117-yard caribou or something like that. Or oh, yeah, we yeah, saw we've that seen one. that, yeah. Just it's right the out the gate, the that's the first race. one. That's the first one. Yeah, that's a real confidence. I just want to walk up there and shoot that one. Yeah. And just turn it's a real confidence like, builder right at the beginning. Or crusher. One of the two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I have a I have an eighty yard <laughs> pin, <laughs> and it's like buried on top of my sight my bubble. Hmm. So I'm I'm gonna be looking somewhere underneath my sight box. Yeah, somewhere underneath my sight box to get to a hundred. One hundred seventeen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna close my eyes. I mean, <laughs> if you can do a forty yard no look, you can do a hundred seventeen yard no look, right? It's true. Right? <laughs> it's all in the wrist. Huh. Well, I know that the Pure Elevation course, um, some guys have already shot that, and they've had a great time shooting that. And then the Bro course is typically pretty easy. Um, not not too many trick shots or anything. Was there any far shots on that one? Well, there I think there was one fi- that was like a 50. 50, yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. A lot, everything of, else a lot of 30s. 35 and, and under. Yeah. There was a 7-yarder a couple of years ago. Was there any short, shorties? Yeah, there, there was, was one. 14, wasn't there? I think so. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys all X that one? I think it was. I mean, a, if you count hitting the target as an <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh-oh somebody hit high or low one or low <laughs> i can't say who i'm not sure <laughs> so i want to i want to go over what you guys do because there's a crew um i don't know if mike's really considered part of chasing moby you kind of got your ragged ridge thing but you we just help each other out yeah so i do i do ragged ridge for the film aspect and yeah. then uh we help each other out as much as we can, social yeah. media and, and you know, and networking and that sort of thing. And then if I'm ever down there, like happily would pack the camera and film for them. And then me and Sage both went to film school together, and so we kind of behind the scenes bounce a little bit of like editing ideas and that sort of stuff yeah. like, off each other. Just well, he helped me grow, and I feel like maybe I possibly helped him, but <laughs> blossom. But uh, <laughs> you know, when when I first met Sage, he was like didn't even know what aperture or f-stop or any of that was you just yeah, like i, I got still it. don't know 
yeah, you know. And and I knew that just a little bit from I took photography class in college and things, and then, you know, so I, I helped him a little bit with that, and then we we more or less kind of bounce creative ideas off each other of like what he likes, what I like. We both have a style, and you know, and he's all Apple and I'm all PC, and uh, from there it's just sort of we're just helping each other grow with our film stuff. And then okay, well I wanted to kind of go over what Chasing Moby's been doing because you guys are all part of the Chasing Moby crew. Um, the vlog series, I believe, has done pretty well, and you guys have grown rather well this last few months. Yeah, on yeah, YouTube. Actually, yeah, actually, it has. Um, so the vlog, it's it's kind of hard to have like a super interesting vlog about one thing <laughs> and just like crush it all the time. So um, rather than focusing a hundred percent on like just hunting, because believe it or not, I mean, we do a lot of hunting and scouting and you know everything else. Um, but you don't, you don't, you don't always want to just film that. And like when you do, it just gets kind of boring and mundane. It's the same thing over and over and over. So what I wanted to use the vlog for more than anything was to just get better as a, a filmmaker, as a content creator, you know? Mm -hmm. So what, you know, try out new tactics in a vlog, you just have constant, it's whatever you're doing, you know, it's, it's whatever kind of, you know, week you're having, whether, you know, whatever kind of pertains to chasing Moby or the people within chasing Moby, things like that. So I do. I use that for a, um, just like a playground to be able to, to try out new filming tactics, to be able to sharpen my skills as a film creator, as a content creator, to try out new gear, you know, to try out new angles, new lenses, that kind of stuff. And basically, by committing to putting out, you know, fifty-two vlogs a year, yeah, um, you you push yourself, you push the limit, and pushing it too hard isn't good. You know, pushing it to where you know, stuff starts sucking and you're, you're starting to just throw, you know, stuff out that's not good. Um, and you know, people don't want to watch it and nobody, I, I don't want to put out content that sucks. You know, I don't want to put out something just to put it out. I want to put out something that is usable that people can consume and get something out of. So trying to find that balance between like the responsibility of putting this vlog out and making sure there's content within this vlog or at least some sort of, you know, visual appeal for people to want to watch um, that's going to benefit them is tricky, but it's definitely been something good for me and it's been helping kind of, you know, open up new passages and new, new doorways into filming and, and constantly pushing, like trying to figure out what I can do um, that's new. What's going to be like my niche, my area, I guess, like what's going to kind of set it apart from everybody else. Cause there's a lot of vlogs out there. There's a lot of, I mean, even hunting vlogs and things like that. So, um, if you're doing the same exact thing as everybody else, you're going to be everybody else. Right. So trying to kind of um, move beyond that a little bit and f try to find a niche yourself, um, the vlog's definitely been helping with that. And it's been helping channel growth. It's been helping with exposure and everything else. And then yeah. we put out films, too, uh, a couple times a year, whether it be elk hunting, bear hunting, you know, whatever we're doing. So. And that's very uh, cinema well, what word am I looking for? Cinematic. Cinematic and and uh, good music and, and lots of slow-mo, which I like. Yeah, yeah. there's lots of <laughs> slow-mo. That's actually something I've been working on a little bit more is trying to figure out how to film and tell the story through the lens and you know capture B-roll without having to use slow-mo, without having to shoot in 120 because that's that's a go-to because it looks really cool. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you can... You can take, <clears throat> excuse me. You can take 120 footage, and you know you can slow it down to 20 percent or 25 percent, and basically like you can sneeze and it looks cool. Really? You know? Yeah. So like, tr it doesn't matter what you do. It like, everything looks cool. I love that video you did with me and Elliot. Oh yeah. Walking and I can see how like oh, yeah. I told you like I walk like oh, an yeah. idiot and then I'm like oh, oh yeah, yeah, there's, yeah there's the idiot walking. Yeah, I was right playing with there. the gimbal. See, yeah. so that's, that was the first that was the first time we got to pull out the gimbal. Yeah, that was sweet. So like, yeah, we do. I try to make it more cinematic and I try to make it. Um, watchable like I'm not trying to make it you know like some sort of George Lucas production or anything like that like we don't recreate stuff who's that yeah who's George Lucas I'm not I'm not trying to recreate anything we're not staging anything we're just trying to capture I'm trying to be a better cameraman and tell the story better so I'm trying to use all these tools and help you know um, kind of bring up the par for you know at least um, our filming and how how we do stuff so yeah well, how many subscribers are you up to now? Do you know? I have no idea. Have you broke that thousand yet? I don't think so. Oh, let me see. We're gonna have to like throw a party when you guys break a thousand subscribers because that's. I think we're getting close. That's a, one of the hardest milestones. Yeah, you guys are going really fast, doing good. Yeah, uh, that's a, the same thing with the when he was mentioning the uh, 
the vlog style stuff. Like my vlog style that I might go to is like the shed hunting thing. Yeah. And as silly as it sounds, like there's people out there that eat that up and like love watching me go around picking up picking up shed horns. I'm always in the woods picking up sheds. Oh, there's a tornado over there at the praying man. And uh, <laughs> I enjoy filming and like said, like Sage said, just practicing. They lost their booth. Oh, it's gone. Uh oh. Anybody want some dirty Sorry, shirts? squirrels. We got a tornado. <laughs> uh, Who man, did tornado 2019? So yours is Ragged Ridge. If they wanted to find you, on yeah. YouTube so mine's Ragged Ridge Productions. It's on YouTube, Instagram, um, and I do the whole shed hunting thing, and that's my vlog where I my place where I practice getting better as a filmmaker. But what I would more enjoy doing is having more of the film style and telling stories. It's just tough when I'm a one-man show versus you have a group of guys in the town, you know, chasing Moby. Right, right. It's just me, and now having me moved up to the Portland area, it's like I'm up there kind of by myself. And so I got one or two tags versus, you know, deer and an elk. Right. And to get that filmed, I have to be a film, film guy, hunt guy, edit guy, all on my own. Um, yeah, I was talking with Wes and Royce about the troubles of self-filming, and it's like, man, until you do that, tricky. you it have no res- you have no mm-hmm. idea how hard it is what Remy Warren's doing out yeah, there. Yeah, I, I, I got a couple. <laughs> I filmed a one, one, I think one bear I've got, a self-filmed bear, and that just, yeah, with my bow, and that just kind of lucked out where with I was, bow like, even. I was That's sneaking, cool. down, sneaking down, down through the meadows, and these bears come walking in and I'm just worried about the camera and I'm getting them in focus and then, you know, I'm getting it in frame. And next thing you know, I kind of realized like, well, shoot, he's close enough to shoot. I better actually <laughs> grab my bow. And I kind of stepped around the camera and, and, and shot and everything worked out. And, you know, but to replicate that and do that time in and time out every year yeah. to self film a bear kill or self film anything is really tricky. And then, you know, you get, buddies, they're oh, I'll come film for you. And they're like, you know, they say that it never happens, and when it does happen, it's like, yeah, I can't use that footage. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I had the uh, turkey hunt this year, and, and so much of it was like Blair Witch footage. Yeah. It was like, I told you to bring the tripod. Yeah. You know. And you by no means am I like the best cameraman ever. You know, yeah. I'm just as Blair Witch half the time myself. But uh, yeah, it, it d- definitely is tricky when you're a one guy show. Oh, for sure. You get what's that? What's the name of that video on your channel? Uh, the <laughs> one where I, my bear i think i just that was like old footage that i had filmed back when i was with benchmark and uh when i was going my own way on ragged ridge <laughs> no worries that uh yeah we yeah. we got a bathroom break here yeah that 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 was actually an awesome uh an awesome film yeah, or some awesome footage you gotta check that out i think isn't it isn't it called spring bear hunting or something like that then the year or something like that archery spring bear i'd have to look but uh i just went through some older footage Dude, and just and released uh, three, like a mini series where I killed a bear, <laughs> and then uh, uh, my buddy Blake killed a bear, and yep. then I killed a really big bear the next year, and I put it all together because I was like, I have this footage sitting here of a couple archery bear kills, mm. and it's just doing nothing. I might as well release it, you know. And uh, Did they do pretty good? Uh, I mean, they did okay. I mean, it was a new channel. I didn't have a whole lot of followers uh, at the time. It's hard to be found, man. It yeah. really is. Well, it sucks because the footage is worth it too. Like it's it's good footage that if people saw it, you know, that it would it would probably move yeah. forward. But and that was back to before YouTube changed some of the stuff, and when you didn't have to have a thousand subscribers right. to monetize, and so it was in a different algorithm. And as soon as they switched that, like my entire um, view count and subscribers that I was gaining just like plateaued Shoot. and like stopped. Yeah. And I wasn't. I didn't change anything that I was doing. It's just like YouTube changed something, and yeah. I was like, then I had to work my way around. Like, well, what what do I got to do? What do I got to do? So that's where I'm at now. Is kind of like in that trying to build enough followers to get back in that Dude, whatever remember, algorithm it is to get found. You know? Yeah, I remember when they did that. I, I hit the um, I hit the mark by 200. Mm-hmm. Like I just had 200 enough not to get screwed out of that yeah. deal. And uh, yeah, it's a tough game, man. I mean, it really is. Yeah, but. So do you guys figure out how many subscribers you got yet? I'm, we're, I, we're, we're working right on right? three bars, extended 3G. You, you got 3G? Got, oh, yeah, on got 1X. Give me a second. How many I subscribers? Come on, somebody help me out here. This I is think tap last to I retry. Was, to, was 700, but that was like a, a couple weeks ago. Dude, that's awesome. Ago. Yeah, I can't remember. Eight, you know, we went from 100 and – no, we went to, from 76 to uh, I think – 170 something like that for a little while wow. and then we bumped to 400 and then it just skyrocketed we put out this last elk film 
uh, that we put out. Uh, the name of the film is All of It, and we just put it on a YouTube channel probably two months ago. Oh yeah, dude, that uh, one's make been out blown. Twenty four thousand views, I think. And that's the really? most. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the most we've ever most views we've ever had out of anything. That's really good. We got it's some. It's a really well done film. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we got some, we got some some pretty substantial growth from that, and also from Born and Raised. Those guys are awesome. Yeah, you know, and being on there would definitely help. Right. Yeah. They've they've had us on, and like they're they're super awesome guys, and they've shared their platform with us a little bit, and we're very appreciative for that. So that's definitely a cause for some of the growth, also. Oh, for sure, for sure. Well, um, I said we probably wrap this thing up and and uh, give guys uh, yourself a little plug here, I, and do it with Hunt Tag too, because. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh, I wanted to go over. Did you use a hunt tag this year? I did. It all was of awesome. us did. All of yeah. you guys did. What did you think of it? Loved it. Yeah. It was it was seamless. It was perfect. Did you guys paper or electronic this year? So I went electronic. I think we all went electronic. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I went electronic, but it's, you still have to have something attached to the animal, right? Mm-hmm. Which people don't know. Yeah, about. I didn't. I didn't know for when they very first you yeah. know did this thing, and then uh, when I found out, I was like, well, that's gonna be difficult what do i just pack around like a note what like how, how do how do you even do this like what yeah. do i what do i even bring like just a pen and a piece of paper and then what tape it to the bear how's that gonna work like that doesn't that seems so wrong <laughs> yeah hence saying, like, the hunt tag that's where yes we, right <laughs> we came in with right so yeah no we solving your problems for you yep we all you guys can just enjoy awesome. your enjoy your hunt and don't have to worry yeah. about all the tagging process afterwards it was awesome. Mine held up against a bunch of blood getting all over it too, and it. So, yeah, so we've been nice excited just to get the, the the pictures of you guys's anything. You know, we love seeing customers that have harvested a bear or whatever. You know, I'm I'm really yeah. excited for the fall. We get some deer and some elk with some hunt tags hanging off it, just to see some pictures and that'd be cool. It's really cool to share in some of the experience with people like that. Well, I I. I've believed in it since day one. I'm like, why yeah. didn't I think that? Yeah. You know, it's like that kind of product, and it's it's it, such it was, an awesome idea. Yeah. yeah, simple. Yeah, it's awesome and simple. So, yeah, go ahead and uh and and just give yourself a quick plug, like so, an elevator so pitch. So, with hunt tag, um, with the new laws that have changed in Oregon, where you have to either hunt with a uh, paper tag or an electronic tag system, we just created something that makes it easy. So when you e tag, you have to um, validate on your on your app on your phone and it gives you a confirmation number but you still have to have something attached to the animal and so in the regulations it literally lists such as flagging tape or duct tape and i looked at that i was like i don't that's like ghetto like i'm not (laughs) doing that like I could just see me driving down the road with this bull that I kill in my imagination someday, and my flagging tape's gonna fly off, and you know, then my dad's gonna arrest me because oh, you didn't tag your bull, sort of deal. It's just gonna be a, sort of silly. So I was like, well, I, we we got to have something better. So we, we created a hunt tag system that has all the information that you need in the blanks. So you just fill out the blanks, laminate it, attach it to the animal, and all the thinking is done for you, basically. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a good enough hunter to actually use it yet, so yeah. Um, I was I'll have to wait till fall bear. Yeah, I was super excited to, <laughs> for my little girl to get a bear and, and uh, use it and all that, but yeah, just didn't work out. Well, I appreciate y'all, all, all of you guys. There it is, coming uh, onto the show and taking time away from the shoot and stuff. And you're at 923. Oh snap! Ooh, all right. Whoa! Look I'm glad out. we found that out before the podcast. We're we need there. to get him over a thousand. Slam my fist like I sound official on the table. <laughs> um, 924. Boom. Oh, you someone's know, listening. This isn't live. so <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I could take credit for that one. But um, right Go on. ahead. and uh, If you live in Oregon, be sure to check out Hunt Tag and, and Ragged Ridge and, and uh, help help Chase and Moby you know, get over that 1,000 mark, and then um, I'll pitch in a hat for a giveaway for these guys or something, and, and we'll do something cool. They deserve like it. That. Their content's way too good to only be – they should be yeah, getting paid I, for it. I will plug the Chase and Moby guys is for besides the fact of how good their content is, like just the people behind the lens that you you see are just the coolest. The quality of people, yeah. They're cool dudes, yeah. really good dudes. I appreciate that. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Appreciate that. And That's so, awesome, guys. Uh, Thank you. Where's your brother at, though? Dude, he's stuck at work right now. <laughs> <laughs> he actually <laughs> called me like three times. I was like, sorry, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We had a whole conversation about uh, Carrie and your brother, and none of us can remember the Ke- name. On Kevin. Kevin. Kevin yes, and Kevin. his brother. I 
I threw this out there. I'm like, I'm pretty sure this isn't it. Was it me and you? Yeah, it was me and yeah. you. And I talked about how I <laughs> saw Carrie I said Terry at Terry. the barber shop, I like, and I was like, it, Hey, right. what's up, man? And your brother looks at me like, Who, who are, are you? you? And I'm like, Dude, I just we had a conversation yesterday at Sage's uh, house. We were at dinner last night. And he's like, Oh, that's my brother. And I'm still looking at him like, Ha ha, funny. Yeah. Like, no, you're you are who I think you are. Dude, I left awkwardly. All the time. <laughs> like, why doesn't he know person? who I am? Uh, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I got a twin brother." <laughs> yeah, identical twin, one minute apart. Man, I don't think are we're you that identical. No, I'm actually the runt of the, uh, <laughs> of the litter. <laughs> no, he's, uh, he's a minute older. Oh, that's funny. Do you guys blow out his candles first, then? Um. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think we we're cool enough to get candles. Oh man, <laughs> dude, we're this, we stuck with new This tradition. next year, hit their birthday their birthdays on my wife and his wedding anniversary. So know, we're gonna we abort. We were born first, so I think. Your <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> well, at any rate, we're gonna abort our anniversary and we're gonna bring you guys a cake with some candles. There you go. Yeah, a what? A cake okay. with some candles, yes. just so you guys can blow them out. Blow but them obviously, Kevin's got to blow his off. We're gonna have to wait until uh, <laughs> thirty-two because yeah, we'll be deployed. Deployed again. Oh. For 31. Oh, next uh, year. Maybe we'll send them to you then. Yeah. Dude, yes. And then send you some we'll lit send candles you video that'll back work. of us blowing them out. Yeah. Ooh, you know go, what? Yeah. That's 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 for realsies. It's for realsies. Yeah. Do it. That's happening. <laughs> yeah, speaking of giveaways and stuff like that, yeah. um, so we have a bunch of new hats and T-shirts and stuff like that coming down the pipe here pretty soon. My website's been down for since the little film tour we did or film festival we did couple months ago when we released that elk film but i've got some new things coming down the pipe but um we also have uh, as far as giveaways go we're gonna give away uh jar's knife so um those are nice knives yeah you wanna so so jesse yeah he's he's a a a knife maker all his knives are handmade and everything like that and he's a very talented uh knivesman (laughs) yeah Swordsmith, yeah. No, I don't know. He he makes fantastic knives. I actually just took two bears apart with the same knife uh, a couple nights ago. Really? Uh, quartered and yeah. everything, and I did not have to touch that knife. Like, very last second, I took uh, one of the um, born and raised um, knife sharpeners. What are they? The... Um, you know what I'm talking about? The, the workshops? Workshops, yeah. One of the, like, the field workshops, the little yeah, guys. Yeah, I got one of those, yeah. And, like, I just threw a, a, just a quick couple passes on it and, and just... It was razor sharp again. But anyway, we're going to be giving away some of those uh, here pretty soon as soon as we start firing back up our website and everything. And yeah. as far as Jesse goes. Yeah. Um, give Jesse a, a look up at, um, I think it's Jar's Knives. Yeah, just Jar's Knives on Instagram. Yeah. Check some of the website too. too. On, I think he's on Facebook at like Jar, Jar's Knives. How do, you, how do you spell that? Is it J A R O Z? Oh, man. I have to look. Yeah. I want to say for two bears and stay sharp. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse's a super cool guy. I grew up with him. Back in my hometown uh, in Nebraska, but it is J R J A R O S Z Jaris Jesse Jaris. Give okay. him a look up. So yeah, all right, guys. Well, yeah, we need to cover Nebraska. Uh, Nebraska. Why do I keep thinking South Dakota? I don't know. I mean, it's all kind of the same. You know, it's all pretty <laughs> flat in the mountains. Uh-huh. Well, I want to go over like if you want to go hunt Nebraska, we could talk to you and you give people tips on it because I you have intrigued the heck out of me after talking to you that one yeah. day. Yeah, it's 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 unique and um, you know it's flat. So yeah, that, but, that's appealing. Yeah. Don't let that. Don't <laughs> let hey that it is still not easy to find animals. Yeah, it it is, it, it is so deceiving. Like these guys are so good at figuring out which way the heck they're walking because I I got lost immediately. Everything looks exactly the same. You oh know yeah. Where you're at. yeah, it's like. When you guys went on your trip, you guys had, like, <laughs> way more than just hunting. Like, you guys fished, and you guys did a bunch of stuff that looked like... We were pretty I was spoiled. super jealous. Like, man, that looked like an awesome time. Yeah. You guys yeah. did a bunch of cool stuff yeah. out there. I'm, I'm really blessed. My family, um, we have we have some, some ground on a river, and um it's just it's, it's a whole different ballgame back in nebraska because there's there is no um there isn't a whole lot of public ground so it's it's just a unique setting um you kind of got to either know somebody or own ground back there but huh. yeah you got to get that bicep in there for he's really trying to flex yeah. for the picture Sage is taking photos while, while the photo while talking but yeah, well, maybe we'll do an so uh, episode while you while before you leave for the weekend. Yeah, uh, sure. And pick your brain on that. But anything else anybody wants to add before we wrap this thing up? Uh, no, just thanks for having us on. Yeah, Garrett. thank you. Yeah, yeah guys. man, thank That's you fun. once again for having us on. And 
I, I don't know. Maybe you're obligated. Maybe you're like, oh, no. there's that guy. He's walking up again. Oh, <laughs> oh, here they come. But anyway, thanks for having us on, man. And like, your content's awesome. We listen to your podcast. We push your, co- yeah. your podcast. Cool. So. Well, I appreciate that. And uh, you guys are always welcome on. And I, I know yeah, I was trying you. to chase you guys down throughout the shoot. So thanks for letting me uh, kind of be consistent there persistent so yeah but uh, as always guys all right well thanks for uh listening to this one guys we'll see you on the next one bye all right that's this episode of the podcast i appreciate all the guys taking their time out of hoodoo for coming and and, and talking on the show and uh if you haven't yet and and you live in oregon especially my oregon listeners uh go check out hunt tag the guy's super awesome it was fun watching him hang out with his kid and, and shoot with his kid throughout the weekend also while working the booth um, guy's a great guy. Him and Charlie were both working the booth, um, who's who's Mike's business partner, and they have a heck of a product to go out and help hunters make sure that they're legal and and following the rules this year with the new tag system in Oregon. And uh, I'm going to be using it personally, not only because Mike's a, a friend of mine now, but um, I, I bought it before I even knew Mike. So uh, it's a product that I believe in, and and with the new tag system, it's almost a must-have. Um, you know, for guys that are worried about making sure they're following the rules, this is so plug and play, it's not even funny. So check them out, hunttag.com, and uh, and be sure to get yourself one. They're only like 20 bucks, I think, and uh, it comes with three tags. So if you're a really good hunter, maybe it'll last you a couple months, but, um, you know, for most people, you know, one or two tags a year, and it'll last you a year. So outside of that, guys, appreciate everybody listening to the podcast. I'll see you on the next one. Bye.